Welcome to Mount Olive First Pentecostal Holiness Church. Thank you for connecting with us. In just a moment, Pastor Jeff will be sharing an uplifting and encouraging message that we pray will inspire you in your walk with God. Our desire at MOF PHC is for you and your family to find hope in Jesus Christ so that he will transform your life. Thanks again for connecting with us. Please contact us if we can help you discover God's purpose for your life. Enjoy the message. Let me just say thank you again and welcome uh, to our online church service. Thank you for tuning in with us this morning. And we are looking forward to what God is going to do. Uh, man, powerful worship time this morning. And uh, now it's time to get into the Word of God. So thank you uh, for being with us and thank you for tuning in. Um, this morning, I want to just talk to you. The title of my message is, Do You Know What Time It Is? Do you know what time it is? We're living in a very critical time. It's a critical time for our nation, and it's a critical time for our church. We're also living in uncertain times as we see things changing around us in our world at a rapid pace. It's a critical time. And I want us to take a few minutes this morning to look in the uh, book of Romans. I, I really believe and feel in my heart the Lord has given a word uh, for me to share uh, with you uh, out of Romans chapter 13. If you got your Bibles there, you can open it up to Romans 13, uh, verses 11 through 14. And I feel like this is a word from the Lord for all of us today. We see here in Romans, the book of Romans, the church in Rome. Paul is speaking, the Apostle Paul, he is speaking to the church in Rome. And the church in Rome is living in a very critical time. And Paul shared a message with these believers that was a powerful reminder of how to live uh, in critical days. And this lesson that he teaches them is a lesson that we can apply to our life today during the critical time that we face in our history. So right there where you are, you open up your Bibles to Romans chapter 13, verse 11 through 14. And I'm going to read to you what Paul shared to these believers in Rome. He's telling them to do some things, how they can live their life in critical times. And this is the lesson that he shares with them. In verse 11, he says, now I want you to do this. He says, do this, knowing the time that now it is high time to awake out of sleep, for now our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Therefore, listen to this. He says, therefore let us cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk properly as in the day, not in revelry and drunkenness, not in lewdness and lust, not in strife and envy. But in verse 14, he says, Put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provisions for the flesh to fulfill its lust. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We know it's alive and your word uh, has the power to transform us and change us. And God, we thank you for your holy word today. And we just believe right now. God, that you would just fulfill your perfect will, your pleasing and perfect will over our time together. We know your word will not, turn, it will not return void. And God, there'll be a great fruit that will come forth, a fruitful work that will come forth. 
as your word is being proclaimed. I pray, God, your anointing over my life to preach it. And I pray, Lord, your anointing over everyone that is listening online today. And that through it all, Lord, you will be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I want to ask you again, do you know what time it is? Do you know what time it is? Paul, the Apostle Paul, was warning and encouraging these Christians that they needed to know and understand what time it is. Paul was saying that they needed to know what time it is. He says he warned them here in the scriptures. It's time to, it's time to wake up is what Paul said. It says here that uh, in, in these verses here that Paul said it's high time to awake out of our sleep. Paul was saying that, listen, time is running out and now is the time for the church to wake up. He says it's time for the church to wake up. He was encouraging these believers in Rome that they needed to wake up. I remember uh, when I was going through basic training for the military. Uh, let me just go ahead and tell you, when we were going through basic training, uh, we did not have an alarm clock that, uh, in our barracks to wake us up each morning. We had a drill instructor uh, marching through our barracks, and he was yelling, wake up, wake up, wake up. And he meant wake up now and not wake up later. And I can promise you when we were laying there in those barracks and that drill instructor came through yelling, wake up, wake up, wake up. We didn't lay there asking could we snooze just a little bit longer. No, we, we jumped up to our feet and, and we got to moving and we got to following orders. And we got up with urgency. We got up out of those bunks with urgency. And that word that Paul uses here in Romans, out of these few verses I share with you, that word awake, uh, and some translations say wake up. That word that Paul uses, it actually means to, to get up. It means to get up and start moving and giving full attention to everything around you. It means to get up. It means to start moving and giving attention to everything around you. And that's what Paul was telling these followers of Christ in Rome. He was telling them to wake up. Wake up now and, and not later. He was saying, get up now and start moving and paying attention to everything going on around you. And that lesson that Paul is teaching these believers here is a lesson for all of us today. It's the same reminder that God is saying to the church today that we need to wake up and we need to make sure that we're paying attention to all the things going on around us. We need to wake up and pay attention to the world events that we see taking place today. I personally believe that, that God is using uh, this global pandemic as a wake-up call to the church. I really believe that. I believe it's His way of trying to wake up the church. And we need to wake up and we need to pay attention to what's going on in our world today. We need to wake up and pay attention to the signs and wonders that we see going on around us today. We need to wake up and pay attention because the return of Jesus Christ is nearer than it's ever been before. We need to wake up, church. We need to wake up. We need to wake up and get to moving and paying attention to everything that's going on around us. 
The Apostle Paul, he was like my drill instructor. And he was warning these Roman believers that it's time to wake up from their sleep. It's time to wake up from their sleep. Evidently, they had dozed off and lost track of time. They had dozed off and lost track of time. They had dozed off and come, become oblivious to God and what God was doing. And Paul was there to warn them to wake up and know the times that you're living in. And because you recognize those times, let that motivate you to return back to God. Look around and see what's going on and wake up and let that motivate you to return back to God, to draw nearer to God, and to love God. That was Paul's hope for these people. It's time for the church to wake up. It's time for the church to wake up. That's my prayer that all of us would spiritually wake up from our sleep and from our slumber and that we would look around and see all that God is doing and what we see would, would encourage us and motivate us to draw nearer to God and to uh, return back to God and to love the Lord our God. It's time for the church to wake up. I want to just share with you a few things here. It's time for the church to wake up. It's time for the church to wake up to opposition. It's time for the church to wake up to opposition. We, we have a real enemy, the devil, and the Bible says that he's out to steal, and he's out to kill, and he's out to destroy. And he's working overtime in this world today because he knows the time. He knows the time. He knows his time is short. So he's doing everything he can to bring as much destruction and wreak havoc on as many people as he can because he knows the time. He knows his time is short. He knows that his time is running out. So his forces of evil are working harder and harder in this world to, to wreak havoc and cause destruction. We need to wake up, church. We need to wake up to the opposition. There's a real enemy that wants to take you out, who wants to take your family out. You need to wake up to the opposition. Wake up to the Antichrist spirit that's invading the land that we live in today. Just this week, uh, I was reading about one employee that was working for a company and this lady posted uh, a scripture at her job. It was John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. This lady posted that scripture in her workplace, and it offended a group of people, and she was forced to remove that scripture, and not only forced to remove it, but she ended up losing her job. And there's a battle for her right now going on. Uh, to help her get her job back. But I'm just telling you, friend, we need to wake up to the real opposition out there that is invading our land. We need to wake up to the opposition. There's, there's a movement going across our land today, friend. If you don't believe there's opposition around us today in our land, you must be sleeping under a rock. Because listen to me, friend, there's opposition, and we need to wake up. It's really hit me hard over the last few weeks that when you have uh, states that say it's okay for a lady to go into an abortion clinic and have an abortion, or you can go into the liquor store and buy liquor, but a group of believers can't come and go inside of a church and worship the Lord. When you got people that can go into uh, retail stores and, and home goods stores, and they can go by the hundreds, and they can go in there and uh, day after day, but we can't go in a church for one day, for one hour 
power and worship the Lord? I mean, friend, listen, I'm just telling you right now, we need to wake up to the opposition. Wake up to the opposition. The church has been sleeping too long. There's movements going around to try to remove the crosses from across this nation. Churches removing their crosses. Church leadership changing their doctrine so they can be more attractional to the world. I'm just saying, we need to wake up and realize there's opposition. And the church has been sleeping too long. The church has been sleeping too long. We were sleeping and they, and they removed prayer out of school. We were sleeping and the opposition removed the Ten Commandments out of the public place. We were sleeping and, and now uh, just babies being murdered in abortion clinics we were sleeping and now the opposition is attacking our children when you got our uh, girls and and boys bathrooms that are opened up for sexual predators to to enter i'm just telling you friend there's a real opposition out there that we are facing and we better wake up the church better wake up we need to wake up. We need to wake up to the opposition. And we need to be ready to stand on God's word. I'm not talking about picking a fight. I'm talking about we need to be ready to stand on the word of God. On the word of God. So Lord, help us today to wake up and take a stand on the word of God. We also need to wake up to the opportunities that are all around us. I am excited. I really am. I personally believe that we're living uh, in a time of great opportunities. This is a time like no other. Uh, this is a great opportunity for the church to arise and, and share the love of Jesus Christ with a hurting and a hopeless world. There are great opportunities around us every day for us to share the love of Jesus Christ. If there's ever been an opportunity for you to seek the Lord and seek the lost and, and share Christ with your family and friends, listen, now is the time. If there's ever been an opportunity like we have now to share the good news, that time is now. Just looking back over the last few months, we've had uh, several people from our community, that uh, some online and some that have been here at the church and through visits, have made decisions to follow Jesus Christ. They were lost and on their way to hell, and now they're saved and on their way to heaven. We say glory to God for that opportunity to share the good news, to share the good news. If there's ever been an opportunity for you to uh, help your neighbor, now is the time. If there's ever been an opportunity for you to serve the suffering, now is the time. If there's ever been an opportunity for you to pray with someone, now is the time. If there's ever been an opportunity for you to be light in a dark world, now is the time. If there's ever been an opportunity for you to spread hope in a hopeless world, now is the time. If there's ever been an opportunity for you to live by faith and not by fear, now is the time. If there's ever been an opportunity for you to speak the truth in love in a world full of lies, now is the time. God help this church, God help the church in general to wake up to all the great opportunities around us during this critical time. Friend, I'm just telling you, if we will slow down and if we will pray and ask the Holy Spirit to guide us and lead us, he will show us those opportunities around us every day where we can reach out and be a blessing and be a witness for the Lord Jesus Christ. So God help us to wake up to the opportunities. 
So we need to wake up to the opposition. We need to wake up to the opportunities. And we need to also wake up to the return of our Lord Jesus Christ. Listen, my friends, Jesus is coming back. Jesus is coming back. The world may not be looking for him to come back, but the church should always be awake and watching for his return. We know Jesus is coming back because he promised he was going to return. Among some of the last words he spoke to uh, his servant John were these words right here. Behold, I am coming soon. Oh, I love saying it. Jesus mentioned these words here. He says, Behold, I am coming soon. Listen, no one knows the day and no one knows the hour. So we need to make sure that we are awake and we need to be ready. He may not come for another thousand years or he may come today before I ever even finish this message. And that's why you need to be awake and you need to be ready. The best way that you can live your life is to live every day like that's the day that Jesus is coming back. It'll keep you out of a lot of trouble, and it will motivate you to share the gospel with your family and friends. We need to wake up, church, because Jesus is coming soon. He's coming soon. Hallelujah. I remember reading one time this book about uh, the great Billy Graham and it said in the book that when Billy Graham would begin to teach and preach on the return of Jesus Christ, he would share this story of a grandfather clock whose chimes rang every hour. One chime, one ring for one o'clock, two rings for two o'clock, three rings for three o'clock, and so on. And one night, this grandfather clock malfunctioned, causing the chimes to ring 13 times. And a little boy heard it, and he raced through the house yelling, Wake up, everyone! It's time to get up! It's later than it's ever been. And how true that is. It's later than it's ever been. And in the year 2020, we're closer to the coming of Jesus Christ than we ever have been before, friend. We need to make sure we wake up and that we are watching and ready for the return of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. How many of you are ready for that day? I'm ready, friend. I hope you're ready. Do you know what time it is? Do you know what time it is? It's time to wake up to the opposition. It's time to wake up to the opportunities. And it's time to wake up to our Lord's return. So wake up, church. And then Paul went on here in these passages, and he warned the church that it's time to wake up, but he also warned them that it was time to clean up. He says, listen, you need to wake up and you need to clean up. It says here in these verses, verse 12 through 13, Paul encouraged him. He said, therefore, let us cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light and let us walk properly as in the day, not in revelry and drunkenness, not in lewdness and lust and not in strife and envy. Paul was encouraging the church that, that we needed to uh, clean up and we need to live holy and pleasing lives unto God. Paul was preaching holiness and, and how the church needs to cast off the deeds of darkness. I want you to hear me good here, church. Deeds of darkness are the works which men do uh, under the cover of darkness thinking that they're going to be done in secret. And listen, when you look at the Bible from the very beginning, 
Since the very beginning, man has tried to hide and cover up sin. But I have a news flash for you this morning. You cannot hide your sins. You cannot hide your sins. Listen to what the writer says in Proverbs chapter 15, verse 3. The eyes of the Lord are in every place, keeping watch on the evil and the good. In other words, friends, there's no secrets with God. The Bible says that God knows the secrets of the heart. You may fool man, but you will never fool God. You may fool your family. You may fool your friends, but you will never fool God. And what you do in the dark will be brought into the light and will be exposed. And every person, listen to me, every person will stand before the Lord Jesus Christ and will be judged by your life here on this earth. And friend, when you hear that truth, that should motivate all of us to clean up our lives, to live a life holy and pleasing unto God. When I was preparing for this message, I was just thinking that God has called us to live a holy and pleasing life. How, how do we expect Jesus to use the church to be salt and light in these last days when we look and behave just like the world walking in the deeds of darkness? Ephesians 5.11 says, Have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness. Peter said this, What kind of people ought you to be? You ought to be holy and godly people who live lives as you look forward to the day of God and the day of His coming. Peter says we need to live holy and godly lives. And brother and sister, listen, when you surrender your life to Jesus you're to turn from sin and put away the deeds of darkness. When you accept Jesus Christ into your life, I'm here to tell you that when you surrender all to him, your life should change and they should be an evidence. They should be fruit that will demonstrate that your life has been changed. You no longer walk in darkness. Now you walk in the light of Jesus Christ. And I understand many people may be watching this morning and you're struggling with sin. You're struggling with these things. I want to encourage you right now that Jesus has won the victory. He won the victory on the cross at Calvary and through the empty grave, through his resurrection. And Jesus Christ can set you free from any sin. The blood of Jesus purifies us from all sin. And Jesus has freed us from our sins by his blood. I love that song that we sing here in church. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. I want you to be encouraged today, whoever you are, that you can be set free from the deeds of darkness. I know that to be true because he did it for me. And if he did it for me, he can do it for you. And it's vital, friend. Listen to me. It's vital that we cast off the deeds of darkness and we put on the armor of light. It breaks my heart to think that people will continue to live like they want to, wearing those deeds of darkness, wearing those dirty garments, and then Jesus comes back. What a nightmare it's going to be for some people. What a nightmare it's going to be for those who continue to walk in darkness and they're going to wake up one day to a very sad and tragic day to a reality that the Lord has come and they were not ready and they were left behind and it's going to be too late then. Friend, don't let that be you, please. Don't let that be you. It's time to clean up. It's time to clean up and live holy, God-centered life 
that will bring glory to God. I heard a pastor say this one time, that God is not impressed with how high we can jump for Jesus. He wants to see how straight we can walk once we land. Friend, it's not about how high you can jump for Jesus. It's how straight you can walk once you land. And that doesn't mean that any of us are going to be perfect. But like Paul said at one point in time in his life, that his one aim in his life was to please God. And friend, if you wake up every day and make that your, your, your prayer, your desire, that you just want to aim to please God, then you will begin to live a life holy and pleasing to God as the Holy Spirit helps you. It's time to wake up. It's time to clean up. And then finally, I want to tell you, it's time to dress up. It's time to dress up. Listen to what Paul said here in verse 14. He, he talked about putting on the armor of light, and then he says, Put on the, the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provisions for the flesh to fulfill its lust. Paul is telling uh, the church to take off the clothes of darkness and replace them with the armor of light. Now, what is the armor of light? Well, if you look in uh, 1 Thessalonians, you'll see that Paul encouraged those believers. He said, put on uh, faith and love as a breastplate and the hope of salvation as a helmet. That's the key to dressing up. You put on the armor of light by first putting on the Lord Jesus Christ. We must wake up every day and focus on putting on Jesus, becoming more like Jesus. How do we do that? We wake up every day and we surrender our lives and we surrender our wills to Jesus. Putting on the Lord Jesus Christ means making Jesus the center of your life every day. Every day. Listen, Jesus is just not Sunday Jesus He's Monday Jesus. He's Tuesday Jesus. He's Wednesday Jesus. He's Thursday Jesus. He's Friday Jesus. He's Saturday Jesus. He's Jesus every day. He needs to be the Lord over your life every day. Hallelujah. Is he Lord over your life every day? I pray that he is. Jesus should be Lord of all because if he's not Lord of all, then he's not Lord at all. I know we've heard that before, but it's true. Is he Lord of all in your life? It's time to dress up. And it's time to put on Jesus Christ. As you begin to follow him and become more like him, making him Lord of all. Do you know what time it is, church? It's time to stop spiritually sleepwalking through this life. It's time to put off the deeds of darkness. It's time to put on the armor of light. And it's time to put on Jesus everywhere we go and in everything that we do. I just want to finish here before we pray to remind you of what Paul's heart was here truly for these people. Paul's heart for these believers in Rome was for them to know the time that they were living in. Do you you know the time that we're living in? Look around. Get up and look around and be focused on what's going on around you. He wanted them to know the time they were living in, and he wanted them to repent of their sins. Is there things in your life that you need to repent, or is there sin in your life that you need to turn from today? I encourage you, friend, right now, don't put it off. Right there where you are, you can just repent and turn away from sin. And Paul had a heart, not only for them to wake up to the time and repent, but also to surrender their life. Put on the Lord Jesus Christ That just means to fully surrender to Jesus Christ. And that's my heart for everyone watching online right now, that you would know the time that we're living in, 
you would repent of your sins, and that you would fully surrender your life to Jesus Christ. If you really want to know the, the Jeff Dale translation to this, it would be it's time to stop playing games with God. It's time to stop playing games with God because life is too short for one. There's no promise for tomorrow. Some people just think, well, I'll, I'll get right later on. I got plenty of time, friend. That, that, is, that is just deception from the devil right there because the Bible clearly tells us that there's no promise for tomorrow. Stop playing games with God because life is too short. Stop playing games with God because Jesus is going to be coming back soon and you better be ready. I'm, tell, I'm, I'm encouraging you and I'm warning you with everything that I have in my heart right now. Listen to me. Stop playing games with God because Jesus is coming back and you need to be ready. You need to be ready. And you need to stop playing church. Stop playing church. It's time for you to fully surrender everything to the Lord. Start living a holy life, not one foot in and one foot out, not, not trying to uh, be a Sunday Christian and then live like you want to the rest of the week. No, stop playing church, and it's time for you to surrender everything to the Lord, friend. Wake up, wake up, wake up, clean up, and dress up in Jesus Christ so your life can be changed. I want to ask you this morning, have you repented of your sins? Have you, have, have you done everything that I've already encouraged you to do? Have you put your faith in the Lord? Have you surrendered all to Jesus Christ? Are you awake to the things that are going on around you? Have you, have you cleaned up? Listen, the Lord Jesus Christ, He will clean you up. He will clean you up. And then you can dress up in Him, clothe yourself in Christ, and your whole life will be changed. I want to pray with you right now. Right there where you are, you can just call on the Lord Jesus Christ to be your Lord and to be your Savior. And I want to lead you in a prayer. I want to lead our, our, our brothers and sisters in a prayer right now. Father, I just come to you right now, Lord, and I admit to you that I'm a sinner. I admit to you that I've sinned against you, Lord, and I know sin... It's a deadly thing, for the Bible says the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. And I just want to receive that free gift right now. It's free to me, but you gave your son Jesus Christ to pay that price so I could be saved. So right now, by faith, I put my faith in you, Jesus, because of what you did for me on the cross. I confess with my mouth that you are Lord, Jesus, and I believe in my heart that God raised you from the dead. And I trust you. And I declare with my mouth right now, right there where you are, friend, just say, Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. He's Lord of all. Holy Spirit, just make this work happen in the lives of everyone watching right now. Just repent right there where you are, friend. As, as the Holy Spirit begins to convict you of any sin in your life, just, just turn from that sin right now and put your faith in Jesus Christ. Trust in him and what he did for you on the cross. And thank Him for the victory that we have over death through the resurrection. You can have eternal life right now. Just by praying that prayer, I receive you into my life, Jesus, to be my Lord and Savior. Forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. In your name right now, Lord, I receive you. In your name, Jesus, I receive you. Amen. Amen.
If you prayed that prayer, maybe for the first time, or maybe it was a rededication to the Lord today, that you've been honest enough to admit that you have uh, been asleep spiritually and God has just uh, wakened some things up in you right now to get your life right with Him and you've returned back to the Lord today. Would you right there in the comments just make a, a little, type in a message and just say, I prayed that prayer today. I prayed that prayer today. I prayed that prayer today. Will you do that right now? And that will just uh, let us know as a staff and as a church uh, that we can pray over you and uh, pray God would help you and we can send you some uh, material and an encouragement as you walk with the Lord. So uh, right there, right now, just say, I prayed that prayer. And we celebrate what God is doing in your life right now. We praise the Lord for those that have made commitments to Christ today in Jesus' name. Now I want to just say to the church, please listen to me. This message here today is for us as well. Listen, that we would wake up, wake up, that we would wake up to the opposition, wake up to the opportunities, and wake up to the return of our Lord Jesus Christ. I pray that this church and the church in general would wake up, wake us up, Lord, and use us for your glory. I pray over every home right now, over every believer, that, Lord, spiritually we would wake up and we would clean up our lives as the Holy Spirit helps us and that we would also dress up and put on the Lord Jesus Christ and that we would go forth standing on the Word of God, bringing glory to our Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. May the Lord be with you. Hope you have a wonderful week. And we'll be in touch with you with some good news this upcoming week. In Jesus name.